if if Beast in Beauty and the Beast had not succeeded in yeah. getting his dream girl and just became a meth addict yeah. as a way of coping. That's pretty much that's pretty much it. He hit the he hit the drugs and the sauce pretty hard and really uh, hard. he just 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 really took on a, a group of of like-minded beasts and uh holed up in a cave. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> and he's got a giant hammer and a bad attitude and and you've got to uh shoot him in the head with a magnet. You're listening to the Pixel Lit Podcast. I am your co-host, Phil the Conquistador. This week, we're doing things a little bit differently. Since we finished up Resident Evil, The Umbrella Conspiracy, we thought it might be fun to talk a little bit about our experiences with the new game, Resident Evil Village. So sit down, relax, let's get on with the show. Um, So for those who don't know, and just... Heads up! This is going to be spoilers. There's going to we're we're not going to talk around spoilers in this episode. Yeah, if you haven't so if you, played the game or if you got a problem with spoilers, now's now's your time. Now's the time to to jump off the 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 stream of the the audio stream that we call podcasts. Um, yes, portable on demand, as I believe pod actually stands for. Wait, is that really um, what it stands for? I don't know. I saw somebody, you know, somebody said that the other day and I'm like, <laughs> it's like, it, that sounds about right. And it's you got probably wrapped attention. You're like, you're like, that's obviously what it stands for. I'm like, Oh my God. Really? I didn't know that. I don't know. I beg you pull this shit. I don't know. Somebody, I'm it somebody, up. Fuck it. somebody on fucking Twitter said that. And I'm like, you know, that makes sense. And that's my like, the podcast mean portable on demand what there we go there it is there it is it's just and that's what and that's what our listeners come to us for they come to us for the love of literature obviously uh the love of games and the fact that every episode they're gonna learn something sometimes it's something that leaves them uncomfortable and sad uh, but today it was what pod and podcast stands for. So there you go. There it is. You know, yeah. we could probably call it early. Um, we yeah, wrap, uh, you know, wrap up. it was a, a kind of an awkward episode, but at least it was short. So Resident Evil Village uh, comes onto the scene. I guess I guess the, the trailers for it started last year. Um, if I recall correctly, it was actually the initial trailers came out along with the PlayStation 5 trailers. Um, it's clearly not a PlayStation 5 exclusive, but I think that's right. when they were rolling out. Um, I think you're right. There was, it was like, there was some sort of like sizzle reel kind of thing that came out yeah. at that time. And of course, the thing that caught everybody's attention was the nine foot, six inch tall Lady Dimitrisk, who... Um, Mommy. Yeah. Be, became... God. <laughs> Became I hate the to sound uh, like a, a geek stereotype, but sweet mother of God, uh, <laughs> Kevin. Kevin will tell you guys. Uh, for those of you who don't uh, know me, uh, I, I have a thing for women who are above average uh, uh, height. If you yes, will, yes, he he does like a tall woman. I, I like I, I like I like a woman who uh, is not a shrimp. Let's put it that way. And and, uh, yeah. and she popped up and was like, well. 
this is this is going to keep me occupied for a while. <laughs> Capcom knew what it was doing. Capcom knew well, what it was doing. They didn't though. Like it feels like the designer people are like asking all these questions about her, and it kind of feels like he got caught off guard. Like I don't, unless he's just playing coy. I don't know. He has to be playing coy because. Because Lady be. Lady Dimitrisk, uh, she is nine feet six inches tall, which if you reverse those numbers, you know, lol, and yeah. <laughs> with with triple Q cup boobs and uh, yeah, and yeah. she's she's shapely and buxom and all that stuff, and she became pretty much the focal point of the internet for the past year or so. Oh God, and yeah. Continuing on post-release of Resident Evil Village, um, she's still pretty much the focal point of the of, of people's infatuation with the game. Mm. Yeah, I, I think what's interesting about this is, is, is uh, for me, I think Lady Dimitrescu brought us to the show, basically, but everything else kept us. Uh, yeah. Because uh, for those of you who haven't played... Uh, she's the first boss, basically. Yeah. So the, the majority of the game, she is not in. And I found that to be a good thing, honestly. Right. Because the game is so varied. It goes, I think that's, I mean, you, you told me when you, when you, you were, you were ahead of me, uh, you started playing yeah. this game before I did. And you told me, and I think this is still one of the best explanations of the game, uh, that I've heard so far is basically Capcom uh, that kind of threw the zombie thing, not out the door, but basically said, we want to do, uh, what did you say? We want to do classic movie monsters. Like one. Yeah. It's, one. it's like universal horror. Um, That's what it was. Universal horror. It yeah. meets, um, meets resident evil. And I think another metaphor I use is like, um, uh, it's basically like a, you know, when you get an appetizer platter and it has all the different types of appetizers on it. Right. It's a smorgasbord. That's pre- pretty much what this game is. Yeah, it's a smorgasbord yeah. of, of of different types of horror. Uh, and yet somehow they all kind of seamlessly flow from one into the other. Um, yeah. And, and there's and, no, it's it. so much of it goes in one direction and then another and then another. And it's flawless in its execution they don't it doesn't feel uh herky-jerky to me it 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 was just smooth the transitions it was wonderful so one of the things that i noticed um so uh, so if if you've played the game great if you have no intention of playing here's just kind of like a rundown of what happens it picks up three years after resident evil 7 um and ethan and uh mia have they've had a daughter and they have moved to the Romanian countryside. They never specifically say Romania, but it's clearly yeah. Romania. It's clearly in the trans. It's clearly in the Transylvania uh, region because of the the mountains and the 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 wooded areas and all that stuff. All that fun stuff. So they they move to uh, Romania uh, to get away from everything. And uh, the game starts with seemingly Chris Redfield uh, coming in and. Killing Mia, um, and it just kind of starts this whole chain of events that leads to Ethan stumbling into basically like this lost village buried deep in the valley of some countryside, 
Um, that doesn't seem like it's had contact with the outside world for like a hundred years. No, um, yeah, carrier pigeons are still popular <laughs> in this place. <laughs> and um, he he find he's uh, he has to find his daughter who has seemingly been kidnapped by some some sort of monsters. And um, uh, yeah, it, one thing leads to another, and he ends up, as you said, the first area of the game is is castle demetrisk um which is where lady demetrisk is kind of like you know she's the she's the boss so you have to fight through her daughters her three her three daughters who are actually just it like they are they are uh, they're each of them are swarm of stinging insects that takes human form right that's that's the really fascinating thing about them is that w- the more you read about them and the more you think about it it's like they're not actually people no they're just they're 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 a literal it they are a hive mind of insects that takes the form of a woman in order to trap people right right and <laughs> and 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 it's uh yeah, it's it's I I I referred to them as the Fly Girls. Uh, yeah, I like. I think that nice. was uh, that was yeah that was that was for uh, that was for the people who lived through the eighties uh, in a sentient sort of way. Um, but <laughs> uh, that they they yeah right off the bat you start out in yeah a classic gothic vampire tale basically. Uh, yeah, and the it, it's. And, and and by the way, while you're on your way to this place, you're in a village filled with great werewolves. Just like just these werewolves that are just they're fucking shit up. They I just here's the thing. I am kind of over the werewolf thing. I'm a huge vampire nerd. Sure. I love vampires. I like werewolves, too. I like monsters. But werewolves, it's been a while since I've seen a werewolf design that actually scared me. Yeah, and they did it, man. These these <laughs> these werewolves—they're they're kind of they're zombie-ish in a right. way to kind of get you, I guess, acclimated. Okay, we're in a Resident Evil game, you know. Right, right. <laughs> but uh, but they are distinctly wolves, and they've got these alpha wolves with insane eyes that scare the snot out of me. They were oh yeah, so they, they're so much faster than any zombie. Um, they they duck, they dodge. Uh, they shoot the flaming other, arrows. They shoot flaming arrows. They use weapons. They use yeah. weapons. Um, so yeah, they they have a lot going on. So that's that's the first enemy you run into as you're trying to make your way through this village. Uh, you end up being um, you end up being, I guess it, you're more or less captured by. You're captured by probably one of the greatest characters ever in a Resident Evil game. Um, you don't know his Magneto. name yet. <laughs> you're, ba- you're basically captured by the Resident Evil version of Magneto. Uh, <laughs> and uh, through some trial and tribulations, and then you end up in Castle uh, Dimitrisk, uh, where you fight through her daughters. Um, the castle is pretty much your classic Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's a great introduction to the game because, yeah, it's the big old mansion basically, with a bunch of uh, uh, puzzles and and the occasional, oh god, here comes the gigantic monster that's gonna tear me to shreds, so I gotta run, 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 
you know, it, it's it'll be very familiar to yeah. people who have played Resident Evil before. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It it's a nice it's a nice um, starter. It's a nice appetizer for what's to come. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, uh, Lady Dimitrisk is is she's she's not actually uh, a tall buxom woman. She's she becomes uh, a, a a grotesque monster uh that wants to eat your flesh after sure. you uh stab her with a mythical knife that disappears you never see the knife again never see it again it, fall, yeah. it falls it uh, into the it falls into the ravine and ethan basically is like well i guess that's it for this knife <laughs> I mean, it, but I, I gotta tell you though you know if, if if I had a nickel for every single time I stab at an ex and she turned into a nightmare abomination that chased me around a castle and tried to murder me, I'd have like 15, 20 cents. <laughs> we've all been there. We've all had that. It's been a handful of times for everybody. So yeah, basically the first quarter of the game, they do a really good job of kind of, you know, acclimating you back into Resident Evil. Here's, you know, the the, the uh, in the castle anyway, in, in the castle Dimitrescu, it, it, it they've got she's got these zombies that serve her, and so they're slow shambling hordes and that kind of thing. So it's very familiar, and uh, and that's and that's where that, and then they just kind of, <laughs> well, in the next level if you will they, they just kind of say fuck you after yeah that. <laughs> yeah capcom decided that you had too much shit in your body and decided that they were going to scare it out of you they were going uh, to make you void all of it <laughs> oh my good lord i believe you end up at this old mansion uh, uh and the next there are the four lords of this village and this the, the second one is a uh, uh, beneviento I believe is the name. Yeah, Beneviento. Yeah. And uh and uh, this 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 entire area there is no shooting. You they they take your weapons away. There's no it's all puzzles and horror. And I believe it was the scariest moment in Resident Evil history. No, like, I agree. I have to believe that. It, it I was, agree. Oh my god. Um you know, cuz so you we went from werewolves then we went into vampires, and now we've got ghosts. Basically, we've got a good old ghost story on our hands. By the good time old we get to ghosts. House Beneviento, oh. right before we get to House Beneviento, though, we um... oh god, yes, how could I forget? <laughs> quite possibly the greatest um, mission parameter change of this, all time. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Is you you find so you find this good. you find this this yellow flask after you beat. Uh, Lady D, um, and you take it and you find the Duke and uh, Ethan, who had been led to believe uh, by the Duke that Rose was in the castle. Says Rose right. wasn't in there. I just found this. I just found this stupid jar. And, jar. and the Duke goes, <laughs> the Duke goes <gasps> something like, "Why, Mister Winters, you're <laughs> holding your daughter in your hands." <laughs> That was a, first off. That was a pretty solid impression of the Duke, uh, <laughs> and then and then he points out that you're that in the jar. You oh yeah you 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 kind of like clean the jar room. off. 
Yeah, you clean it off, and it says rosemary on it, and then it says head. You've got her head in a jar. You've got her, your kid's fucking head in a jar. I look over at my fiance. She's not a. She was. Not, she pointed out. She said, "I did not know much about horror. Period. Before we started seeing each other." Uh, so she's not a gamer. She's not a horror person. Right. We find out that our kid's head is in this jar, and I look over at her, and she just, just jaw on the floor. We had to take a break. <laughs> and then, and then, as Kevin pointed out, the greatest mission because now your job is to get your the pieces of your daughter. And what does find, it say, Kevin? Find Rose. One out of four. One out of four. <laughs> It's just like the most grim black humor. Uh, it's just breathtaking. Oh boy! It, 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 it stays with you. It is. It is so boldly. There is nothing subtle about it. It is. It is a a big old fat man telling you that you are holding your daughter's head in a jar. Amazing. Just <laughs> amazing. And, and, and it's and, it's just yeah, go ahead. No, it it, it it it's like this is we've barely gotten through the game. Like it's it's it, you're you're again, we're a quarter in and and like they've thrown so much shit at you, and then you find out that you're collecting pieces of your kid so theoretically you'll put her back together like she's a broken toy <laughs> and, and and it's like you're just like okay well what the hell else can they throw at me and then they show you yeah then they they lead you down the path to house beneviento so of the four lords um the duke had the duke had basically just introduced he, he gave you a whole spiel basically there's four lords you, you already killed lady Dimitrescu. uh the, of the four that are left there's donna beneviento there's moreau um and then there's there's heisenberg um and up next is is donna beneviento the doll maker and we're like well this is okay dolls the doll maker fantastic <laughs> dolls, that's fine, the, sure this is going to be great that's um, gonna be spooky. So as right? as, as Phil Phil already mentioned, yeah, they take your your weapons your weapons away. They don't physically take them away at first. It's just that there's nothing to shoot at no, the very beginning. No, you're, just, you're just digging through this house. It you're is just spooky. walking around. It's spooky. But, um, but nothing's really yeah. Nothing's it, really happening. It would actually be an amazing uh, short term rental. It would be. <laughs> <laughs> like the house the house the house is beautiful and it's overlooking a waterfall i mean come right. on that's yeah oh yeah you're right on this beautiful one yeah it's gorgeous it, it's the kind i actually took a, a screen cap of it and i was like well that's my house so i'm gonna move there <laughs> and um, uh yeah <laughs> so you get inside um it seems like there's nothing going on you're walking around the house and you go downstairs doesn't seem like there's still anything going on for a little bit as you walk around the basement um, until you find, you find, uh, what appears to be the second flask. Um, yes. but it's not, it's an illusion and, uh, a doll, a tiny little doll mocks you. <laughs> yeah. A little, and, yeah, a little, um, little bitty doll, which is horrifying. 
Just... It's horrifying. She's a horrifying little doll. Um, oh, God. Oh, God. Um, so, so it just becomes basically solving a puzzle using a, a wooden model of Mia's dead body for clues. Oh um, yeah, you find you find this this mannequin. That's it's I a guess, mannequin, yeah. And you've got to take it apart and look through it, and there are there are little items to be found in it, and 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 you know clues to the puzzles to be solved. It's it actually it's really unnerving and unsettling. Yeah, uh, they play with the dark a lot. They 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 play with what you're seeing. You know, there's something off in the distance walking, and then it disappears, and and it just keeps you on edge. And it's all puzzles at that point. And my God, I was happy for a little while. For a little while, you were happy. For a little um, while, I was like, this is the best. This is what I love about Resident Evil. It's atmosphere and the puzzles and spookiness. And you don't need to shoot zombies to scare me. This is this is terrific. And I and and the tree was meanwhile. Happy. Meanwhile. <laughs> um you don't realize um it's it's kind of like the frog on a hot plate. <laughs> yeah yeah oh the, uh, in the in the boiling water yes the frog in the boiling water yeah, you don't yeah, yeah. You, you don't really realize the water has started to boil yet um no you do not <laughs> so you solve all the puzzles the litany of puzzles we don't have to necessarily go into them because there's like no. four four or five um you we wouldn't want to take the fun away from no you. They're so no. good you end up going down you going down into a well because there's why not because why not <laughs> Why not? It's it there there's a lot of very subtle references to a lot of um horror different horror films in these games and House Beneviento references um simultaneously it references PT the 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 famous cap uh famous Konami demo for Absolutely. Silent Hill. It's kind of a it's kind of a PT reference, but it also um, it's like a little bit part shining. Um, mm-hmm. The house is very decorated. It's very evocative of of like a very old night, like mid-century decorations. Um, 100%. 100. And then you you see an old grainy film and you have to go down into a well, which is very brings back memories of the ring of uh-huh. Ringu. Um, yeah, and, the, and, the, so and the movie you watch has the well in it and just yeah it has all, the well in it it's all like it's all like the hairs on the back of your neck are just kind of tingling but mm-hmm. here's the thing is that nothing nothing has really happened yet no you're you've been down here for about maybe a half an hour at this point your mileage may vary on how long it takes you to solve these puzzles right. and and there's been no but you've been down been here no for a half an hour state. there's been no failure yeah. state there's no nothing there's to no kill failure you. state there's nothing there um and so at this point, right before I go down into the well, uh, I happen to go past a cabinet and I was like, oh, I didn't open it. So I open oh. it and there's nothing in there. And then I realized I could walk into it and I turned around and I closed the door behind me. And at that point, I was like, well, why can I hide inside the cabinet? Why am I? Why is this a mechanic Currently, why is this a mechanic in the game? This has never been a mechanic in Resident Evil games. Nope. Why is this me, right now a mechanic? <laughs> for, for me, it was the um, bed you could hide under. Yes. I, my fiance didn't know at first why when I 
could hide when I realized that there was a hide option for under the bed that I went, oh, God damn it. <laughs> I got a chill down the back of my spine. <laughs> so, you know, you go down into the, into the well, you pick up a key and suddenly there's just this crack of wood. And you hear off in the distance a baby crying. And there is nothing more unsettling than what is clearly a baby crying out in 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 pain and in like mm-hmm. in want. Um, agony. Agony. You get back is, upstairs. The sound design is miraculously t- scary. It is just so it is, well done. It is it is chef's kiss beautiful uh-huh. <laughs> in, in the in the worst possible way, but also the right. Best. Right, exactly. Um, Phil, what what is it that you end up you you go down the hallway, you to make a right on your way back to the elevator, and when what is it? What did you see in your in your eye? How did how did how did you experience this moment? Well, it was nothing less than um, the the greatest single argument. Uh, for uh, pro-choice movements uh, <laughs> around the world, it was—it's—it's it's this horrible, sliding, crawling fetus beast with horrible shrieking cries, a gaping ribbed mouth and throat, and it's coming toward you. So very slowly. <laughs> and, and it's coming for you. It is coming for you. And I screamed. <laughs> I mean to tell you that I screamed when I saw this thing. And my fiance screamed. And our cat screamed. Everybody screamed. <laughs> and it was just, it was absolute. it's grotesque. If you're not going to play this game, if you're listening because you're like, hey, listen, I'm not a horror fan, uh, but I would like to hear what you guys thought about it and that sort of thing. If you think you got the stomach for it, just Google Resident Evil Village Baby. Just look for the baby. And and um, it's... I, I It is really revolting. (laughs) I'm a gross man. I've mentioned before, I like monsters. I I have always liked monsters. I like the grossness of them. I like putrid, pussy, blistered things that can scare me. I'm into that. I don't know why, uh, but I am. And this thing turned my stomach. (laughs) It was unfortunate. And I was just like, I'm like... I have like a shiver going down my spine just now thinking, just talking about it in the abstract. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, was, I, it was absolutely the scariest thing. <laughs> and that begins the um, the alien isolation portion of House Beneviento. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's just, yeah, and you do, and now any of you who've played uh, Alien Isolation, which which is my favorite horror game, officially, I love that game, um, and, and yeah, you, you, I, did you go into the closet? Did you hide under the bed? Where'd you hide? So I, um, I only hid once and it was in the, under the bed. Okay. I did the same thing. I did the same thing and, and me and my fiance thought about it and she uh, so, <laughs> she said, 
I think you made the right decision. <laughs> and I said, what do you mean? She goes, hiding under the bed. That was the right thing to do. And I said, well, what, 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 I don't, I don't understand. She said, because when you were under the bed, it crawled around the bed and we had to see its underbelly and its horrible legs and stuff. Yeah. Um, but if you had hidden in the closet, we would have had to stare that thing in the face. Yes. While it, while it, <laughs> while it lost the scent and left you alone. <laughs> and I hadn't even thought about that. And what's funny is I, so what ended up happening when I, when I got to that point, I hid under the bed and as soon as it was past the bed, I got out from under the bed and I just booked it. Um, yeah. yeah. Booked just it back to the elevator. And, and here's the thing is like the second half of house Beneviento is, is like after that, it's just like, it, it was almost like a letdown. It was still like fine. It was like, okay, yeah. the second half is ba- basically becomes a glorified game of hide and seek, except with killer dolls. But after that first half, you're just like, oh, I don't, I don't care about like as long as it's not that I'm fine and that was right. kind of like the rest of the game that was kind of like the rest of the game for me is like <laughs> it, it, I became Arnold from Predator right. because everything after that was if it bleeds I can kill it <laughs> right right exactly no we 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 literally because we've been we've been playing this game in chapters basically when we, right. when we got past uh, Lady Dimitrescu we, uh, she and I beat it in like four more bites, so to speak. We sat down, we play until we beat a boss, move on, you know, and take a break. And after Beneviento, we both, it was, I, I'm not exaggerating, I'm not fucking with you. We, we got out of my office and we went out and sat on the porch and it was still light outside. And we stroked the cat and kind of stared into the middle distance. <laughs> it was, we were so upset. And, um... And, and, and I said, well, I said, the good news, I think, is that because we got far enough that we got our weapons back and I knew we were. I said, I, I don't think that this game can scare us any more than that. No, I think you. that's about as scared as we can get in this game. And I was correct, but it didn't it didn't. But it still made for a, it was still fun. But my God, that was the part where they were just like, we are going to scare the shit out of you. Yeah, they really loaded up the, the fear the fear in, in House Beneviento. Everything else, like there was tension in other mm-hmm. parts. And the tension oh, was more and about surprises like, and jumps. And surprises and, and stuff. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But nothing, nothing would would ever remotely approach. And I think they probably knew that. They follow up uh, House Beneviento with with Moreau, who's basically the sad sack of the oh, four Oh, he's lords. so sad. And what's hilarious about that is in, in the beginning of the game, you see all of the lords together with Mother Miranda, by the way, who we haven't mentioned yet. Right. Um, who's like the, the, the lord of the lord. She's clearly the one in charge. Uh, villagers you meet talk about like, you know, uh, kind of treating her as like this god uh, within the area. Uh, but Moreau is, is this horrible shrunken lumpen thing. And that was the one that scared me the most. Just sure. looking at the rogues gallery uh, is it's he's, but he, yeah, you're right. He's a, just a kind of sad, sad guy. <laughs> he's, he's very you feel bad for him. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
yeah he's 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 lonely and and just just you know clearly not happy with what he looks like <laughs> and of of the four lords moreau is the only one where you basically if you had if ethan hadn't stopped to make fun of him he could have just walked in gotten the flask and walked out <laughs> right probably probably if ethan would have just kept his goddamn mouth shut you walk in there, Moreau's sitting there watching TV, throwing up. I'm not joking. That's what he's doing. He's just sitting there vomiting and watching TV. And there, and there's there's another flask with your baby's, you know, ears or some damn thing. And you're like, okay, great. I'll grab her ears. And and you get the the flask. And and he's begging you, please, you know, you don't 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 take that away. They're gonna punish me. You know, I'm just I'm, like this really sad Quasimodo kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, which is clearly part of the uh, uh inspiration for him right uh the old you know hunchback of notre dame kind of things back when they treated that as a horror thing right um and 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 then i don't remember what he says but ethan just just tosses some shade his way just like just makes fun of and 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 that, that pisses moreau enough off that he's like okay i wasn't gonna be a boss but now i'm gonna be a boss right like, <laughs> moreau is just like oh man and ethan's like Haha, you suck yeah, and Rose like you, ugly. Right. He's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something about it. And so, if and then later- it, well, the, the, what's funny is like he's, I'm, I'm gonna do something about it. And then he like makes some like slime stuff grow. And then when you're leaving, you hear Moreau in the background like, no, no, wait, don't come back. <laughs> right, right. Oh yeah. Even then, he's like, oh come on, like we could have talked this over, right? <laughs> I didn't know that didn't mean it. You know, it just it's just so pitiful. And oh, so if 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 Lady Dimitrescu is vampires, if if Beneviento is uh is ghosts and 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 haunted houses and stuff like that, uh, uh Moreau is like quasi HP Lovecraftian, fishy, yeah, uh, hunchback of Notre Dame kind of he's, he's the shadow over Innsmouth meets yes. hunchback of Notre Dame. Right, right. He's just and 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 with a little less of the existential dread. Uh, yeah, let's face facts. But uh, well, yeah. really, the only one facing the existential dread in it is Murrow himself. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He, he does have the existential <laughs> dread, but he's keeping it all to himself. Uh, <laughs> poor guy. And, and yeah, and we, yeah. And so you make your way. He's in the mines and out on this dock area. Now this was fun. I gotta tell you. As far as a level following up uh, the tense, pants-shittingly horrifying baby monster haunted house, if you were going to follow that up with any of these, it would ha- it, they, they did it beautifully because it was, this yeah. level is fun. It's scary. It's, it still makes you jump. But man, is it fun! <laughs> yeah, it you know it, it's like uh, you have you have to deal with the, with the lycanthropes a little bit um, as mm-hmm. you're you're fighting your way through. Um, you get a you get a nice little lore dump in the middle of it. Um, yeah. Uh, yep. Via Chris, Chris and his team, um, they kind of give you a little bit, a smidgen more information. You still don't un- understand why Chris killed Mia, um, yeah, but that gets interrupted by Moreau. They're, they're yeah. really drip feeding it. Um, and then you have basically like a puzzle platformer level to deal with. Yeah. That's it's like yeah. while this giant giant mutated fish that is Moreau is is swimming around, 
yeah. you just have a puzzle. It's like a platform puzzle that you have to fight yeah. to get your way. You're through. in this flooded area and you've got to shove boxes here and shoot down boxes there and, and just make basically make your way across this lake from one side to another uh, 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 to turn on these mills to get this puzzle going. And then you have a boss fight. But it's just, I tell you, we were cheering. Like, you'd, you'll come to the edge, uh, you knock these boxes into the water. Okay, now I can cross over. And as soon as you start to cross over, here comes the giant billion-eyed fish monster <laughs> who will swallow you up if you, don't, if, you, if you don't jump back fast. And we're laughing and cheering and That's, screaming and hooting and hollering. It was perfect. <laughs> that was the other thing that was kind of Lovecraftian about it. It was like he was covered in eyes, which is... Yes. It's... <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that's classic. I mean, <laughs> that's classic. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And then you have a little fight with him. It's 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 not a it's not the most um, in oh, uh, in in the canon of Resident Evil fights. It's nothing special. You know, you no, no, but it, it, you know, it's taking it's not cover. A, it's right. It's not a nail biter, but it's it's one of those things that's like, I think we needed this at this point. Yeah. You know, you yeah. needed a little bit of a break that you can all take a breath. And, right. And cheer and scream and have a lot of fun and and then we can get back into a little more grim dark sensibility right. yes which is provided plenty um by by heisenberg I mean, he, he he really he really blends the grim dark, but also the really really dark humor aspects of horror oh, yes. together. Oh yes. Um, yeah. So they Heisenberg, like before you get to Heisenberg's level, there's kind of like a mini boss level that is squeezed in there. Basically, it's yeah, like you've seen these lycanthropes all over the place, and it's like Heisenberg's like, yeah, well, I'm not even gonna let you into my factory until you go deal with the fucking lycanthropes. Um, right. so he tells you to go to the, the, the stronghold and you have to fight your way through all it, it is a massive, massive fight. There are just dozens and dozens of these werewolves it's that you have crazy. to, it is crazy. It is the, it is the most like intense action sequence outside of something that comes right after Heisenberg. Yes, it is like yes. the second most intense action sequence in the game. And it pretty much uses up all of your ammunition. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Oh my gosh. Because there's no getting around it. You gotta, you know, it's like in 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 Resident Evil's Gone By, the advice that anybody who has never played a Resident Evil that that you that you're gonna start with is don't feel the need to shoot everything. You know, not at least in the old ones in Resident Evil two, three. You know, those those are the ones that I was the most familiar with coming up. And and there's just no need to shoot everything. You Ammo is scarce. You got to get by. That is not the case in this. <laughs> you have got to shoot. Yes, you've got to shoot. You got to kill. And the, the level, you know, it builds up uh, up into a showdown with the big bad alpha dude, um, alpha werewolf um, that was introduced at the very beginning of the game. And he he just takes a lot of. A lot of a uh, lot of bullets. If you've had the chance to, and I can't remember, is did you did you have the Magnum at this point? I did, and thank goodness okay. for that. Uh, that was a you know. That, first off, that's a sexy gun. That's I don't. I, that's a sexy damn gun. It's they, like they, black and gold, and it's called the oh Wolf yeah. Spain. Yeah, gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous, and 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 uh, 
you can upgrade it to a longer barrel. And when you do that uh, in Latin off on the side of it says, uh, thy will be done. I had to look that up. And it just, it was just, it's like, Oh God. Uh, it's like on one hand, I'm kind of ashamed. And on the other hand, I'm like, Oh, this is hot. This is a cool weapon. All this right, is, I'm living my, living my fantasy. This is like, it's like something that you would put into a uh, vampire masquerade. Uh, right. <laughs> campaign. Right. Super, just super dark. Oh, it's beautiful. But yeah, so you got to take him out. And I got to, the only way I could describe this alpha wolf werewolf guy is, is if, if Beast in Beauty and the Beast had not succeeded in yeah. getting his dream girl and just became a meth addict yeah. as a way of coping. That's pretty <laughs> much, that's pretty much it. He hit the, he hit the drugs and the sauce pretty hard and really uh, he hard. just 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 really took on a, a group of of like-minded beasts and uh holed up in a cave yeah pretty much <laughs> and he's got a giant hammer and a bad attitude and and you've got to uh shoot him in the head with a magnum repeatedly uh, repeatedly uh, as often as you possibly can and uh and it and it works out it works out uh, but yeah, it's it is so, unreal. It is a wild fight. <laughs> so, what did you think of Heisenberg's factory when you got there? Um, I I gotta tell you, Heisenberg was the only one that confused me at first. Sure, because I, I'm a writer, you know, and, and and as you are, and and you know what we do, we look for themes. You know, you're looking for your brain is kind of tuned into it. And so I'm like, okay, we're Kevin was right. We're going through the universal monsters here. And the only one that didn't fit at first was Heisenberg because your only experience with him, he's he's this wisecracking. um, He's got a voice like a radio announcer and he can, (laughs) you know, and he can control metal like Magneto. And uh, and that's his thing. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? How does that fit into the whole equation? Um, and so I get, you know, you get to the factory and he's talking to you over the loudspeaker, you know, being a real smart ass and all that stuff. And uh, and I'm like, he's like a smart ass superhero. I don't I don't know how this fits into the horror theme. Sure. And then you start to see that in the factory, he hates Mother Miranda. They've all been all the lords have been given their powers by Mother Miranda. Right. And he hates her. Because uh, he's not a man anymore, like in the sense that he doesn't have any freedom. She's basically controlling his life. And so he is literally building an army of robot zombies to fight uh, Mother Miranda and kill her. And it's not far into the factory that you go, holy shit, this is Frankenstein. It is Frankenstein. <laughs> he's the mad scientist and 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 it and I and it all clicked into place. It was just again, just he is <laughs> Frankenstein. Happy. He's Frankenstein if 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 Dr. Frankenstein was a a shock jock right uh, radio radio dj <laughs> if, if if frankenstein sold brain pills or something like that for info wars then yeah he, yeah that my, would be that's eisenberg my favorite it, it he has my like some of my favorite line reads of the entire game where like there's the monster down in the hole when he's just talking to ethan and the yeah. monster keeps making noise <laughs> Heisenberg just goes over to the hole. <laughs> He's like, shut, sh- shut your fucking hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Oh yeah, and he's got these wonderful notes. He's got these. You find all these notes of his where he talks, where he, like he's explaining, you know, what he's doing and and like his his experiments and stuff. And and this is just, it's an unforgettable enemy. He's he's built this zombie thing that he basically took a prop from a a, a prop engine from a plane and adhered it to this thing's upper torso it has no head uh and he points out that it has no arms because it cut its own arms off because it's an idiot (laughs) and 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 he he deems the whole thing a massive failure just an absolute failure uh uh and 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 uh, but he still keeps him around (laughs) still keeps him around (laughs) and and that's just and, and you have to deal with him later. That's your problem. That it becomes while. your problem. <laughs> yeah, because he couldn't take care of his stupid science project. It's now your issue. And I mean, it's a, it's, it, it it's, yeah, it, it is the most eccentric, campy, and over the top moment in the whole game. It's, it's like, it's the Resident Evil that, uh, that I think a lot of people fondly remember, yeah. Uh, you know, with like Resident Evil Four and and the camp and the sure. and the silliness of it all. I, uh, and he's got that in space. I think one of the best things about the character too is how stunningly self-aware he is. Like, right there, there's something. There's a lot of campy Resident Evil villains are like. They're not really self-aware of the fact that they're monsters or whatever. Like Heisenberg is like he's as self-aware as the audience. He is right. like he he's he a is part ba- of this. basically he is a part of it. He's like, "Listen, man, we're going to take we're we're going to get your daughter back and we're going to blow this mother Miranda up." Um and, and you know he's well written when when me the player is like you know he's making some decent points <laughs> right no i i was i was it's a good thing that this isn't one of those games that lets you make choices because he was talking he was like dude we're going to take out mother miranda your kid i'm going to your kid's going to help us because uh, she's powerful. They keep implying how powerful your daughter is. You know, that's the whole reason they stole her. And he's like, but we're going to work together on this and get rid of Mother Miranda and we, we can do it. And he says it in a, a far more snarky, insane way. Right. But yeah, when you think about it, I'm like, oh, 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 all right. I, who who could say no to help from a guy who controls electromagnetic waves? Like, yeah, I was someone you want on your side. It was like, if this is a choose your own adventure novel, I'm turning to the yes page at this point. But right, Ethan, right. Ethan being the smart ass that he is, um, always Ethan is always talking himself into more fights. He, he never he never he really successfully is. talks himself out of a fight. <laughs> no, he really does. Ethan basically just... responds. Ethan responds, go fuck yourself. <laughs> right. And I got to tell you, I know this is coming from me, uh, but Ethan's got a big damn mouth. He and does. <laughs> he just want to go, shut up. We could be home. Like, we could be done with this. We could have had this all wrapped up by dinner time, Ethan. Absolutely. <laughs> we could have your kids stitched together in no time. Everything's going to be fine. Just Everything shut will be your fine. mouth for five seconds, Ethan. That's, that's oh, kind of his only characteristic. Ethan doesn't have much uh, in the way of... He doesn't have much else going on. No, um, not until the very end do you do you get much about Ethan. So, um... But, yeah. <laughs> you, 
you you fight you eventually fight Heisenberg. He turns into a big ass fucking monster. Um, yeah, he becomes he's like do. a metal kaiju. It becomes yeah, it becomes a metal kaiju. Uh, right before that, you finally get Chris explaining everything. Um, Chris basically oh, tells yeah. you. He 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 kind of breaks it down for you, um, and, and gives you a tank to fight Heisenberg with. Uh, basically, a non magnetic alloy. Um, he built. I don't know where yeah. Chris got it from. <laughs> with with, ch- with a chainsaw on one end and a fucking uh, a machine gun on the other and a missile launcher, and you're like, okay, this is this is the this you, is the uh, uh, Resident Evil I was ready for. <laughs> the, the, be- the best thing about Chris is like. You never actually stop and wonder, like, how the fuck long has Chris been sitting down in the basement of Heisenberg's factory? <laughs> nope. It's just here he is. This is the, that's what this is what happens next. Like, like clearly long enough to build a tank. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, oh, he's he's a you know I, I get he's a he's a resourceful one. Uh, that Chris, he's 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 a so you fi- yeah you, you figured it out. <laughs> You fight, you, you fight and kill Heisenberg. He's he's got some really fun, funny one-liners. I forget is it is Heisenberg or Mother Miranda? I'm just gonna what? say because because I think it's an amazing one-liner. It might have been Mother Miranda where the the, the they call Chris that boulder punching idiot. <laughs> oh crud! Uh, what I forgot all about that. I think that was Heisenberg it was, actually. It's it's towards the end of the game. It's amazing. Like Chris Redfield, that boulder that punching boulder idiot. Punching idiot. That's right. Oh my god. Yeah. It it, it again to your point. They, they're they're very self aware. This game. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, it's making fun of the ending of Resident Evil Five, in which uh, Chris basically punches a boulder. <laughs> over a cliff (laughs) just the most over the top moment but yeah you take out the kaiju metal thing and Chris gives you your background and basically tells you that um, he didn't kill your wife Mia he killed uh, we didn't kill he, he shot mother Miranda who is so infected with the mold, basically, that she can transform herself into anyone and anything. Right. So she's been posing because she, she wanted was to get posing as Mia. Um, yeah. Because she wanted to, to steal your kid. Yeah. Yep. Who, uh, who Chris has was aware untold of Untold power. <laughs> untold power, and we're never actually told what the power is. It never. No, that we really it's, aren't. It's never revealed. Um. So then we get a segment with Chris uh, because Ethan is basically left for dead. Um, Ethan is killed by Mother Miranda after defeating Heisenberg. Um, She rips his heart out, literally. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, she temple of dooms him. The game, the game, yeah, literally. Um, No, Um, Shiva. Basically, Uh, we jump right over. (laughs) We jump right over to Chris and. you get the superhero action sequence. And this is also a great sequence demonstrating why Chris and probably any of the older protagonists can't really be main characters anymore. Um, right. Like they are too good and too familiar with this shit. 
you know. He's too like, much of a badass, too well-armed. He's too much, he's too well-armed, too much of a badass. You, he basically takes down, during the sequence, you kill wave after wave after wave of lichen. <laughs> I mean, it's, and I, and I got to tell it's, you, it's uh, good therapy. It's really yes, it good is. therapy for everything you've been dealing with. It is, it is just, it's just, oh, Chris, it's, Chris it's has this machine, Chris has this machine gun with like a three round controlled burst just pops the head of, of basically any like, oh, it's like oh. as powerful as the, as the Magnum that, yeah. that, um, that Ethan has. And he's just like these, these tight little controlled bursts and you're just, you're just taking them down and just mowing them down. Taking and, them down. Uh, it feels really, feels really cathartic. It feels so good. It really does. <laughs> it feels great. Because uh, you have not been, because, you know, it's not quite like Alien Isolation where you're completely helpless or anything like that. But you are not, you are not a member of STARS. Like, you are, you are just a guy who happens to be able you are to just... fit his hand back on after it's cut off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also one of the greatest moments in Resident Evil history. Oh, um, so good. Just to go, just to jump back, um, Ethan gets his right hand cut off this time. Um and it's like it's like basically like a an anime cut where it like it happens and then there's a delay and his, his the hand just like falls off his arm yeah <laughs> and there's another delay and then Ethan grabs the stump and says ah shit yeah yeah oh man <laughs> another hand oh jeez um and then with with some some green herb uh with some some green herb juice he, he glues it back on and everything glues it back fine. on none the worse for wear the shirt still looks like shit but uh, the rest of it's okay yeah and, so the uh, game yeah. comes to it a uh, game comes to an end with the the revelation that ethan has um and the big twist basically is that ethan has been dead the entire time um he's been he has, dead since he has actually been evil dead so he's been dead since the beginning of resident evil 7 when jack uh, Jack Baker basically punches him out. He killed him. <laughs> yeah, well, I think he hit him with it, a shovel it's, or it's, something. But yeah, <laughs> he hits him with a shovel or something. Yeah, it's yeah. like, and it's it's it, it becomes it makes it super clear. Like they they they're basically talking to the player at this point and be like, you didn't think it was weird that he that you were able to like take all of these hits and survive? Yeah, <laughs> it's you like. Could, that you could oh, yeah. put your put your uh, hand back on and da da da. It, it it's kind of a kind of a playful uh, sort of um, you know would you kindly kind of moment in a way. Yeah. Um, so Ethan is is actually ju- a being made completely of the mold um, that had been introduced in seven and is again basically the main cause of everything in eight. Um, you kind of find out that Mother Miranda has been is this being that can control the mold um, and that they're the center of the mold is located underneath this village mm-hmm. um, and that Miranda had found it and kind of like figured out how to control it, you know, 100 years ago or something like that. And she uh, she actually inspired. They actually mentioned that she was the inspiration for, um, I believe, Oswald Spencer. Yeah, to found Umbrella. They knew each other, and uh, she had shared the her work with the mold with him, and he's like, oh, this is fascinating. And that's when he went off to find the progenitor virus, which eventually, you know, is what kicks everything off for Umbrella. 
which, um, which I so think it was like a dove- really nice touch. Like, yeah, it, it, it really dovetails everything back together. Yeah. Like, oh, yes, this mold thing is not a one off. It actually is related. It's like it's it's, it's related. The befo- but it's not it's the bef- same, but it is. Yeah, yeah, it it's it's connected. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you basically the, the rest of the game kind of like happens pretty quickly. Chris finds out that Mia is still alive um, and being kept in a prison uh underneath uh in in the like basically where, where the molds center is can't um, wait for that dlc yeah you know ethan that's wakes coming. back up ethan wakes up sans heart uh <laughs> yeah yeah let's wait until this guy wakes up there boom there he is he's fine there he is and um then there's the big bad there's the big bad evil boss uh showdown with mother miranda mm-hmm. um it was it was fine. It wasn't like the most no, no intriguing fight. Like I felt the least of, of all the villains. I felt the least about Mother Miranda. Like I didn't really yeah. care that much about her. Well, by um, the time it got, to, I was really intrigued by her at first because she's got this classic six six winged angel kind of thing going on. Sure, and I think that's really neat, and and I was looking forward to that. And um, but yeah, you're they they didn't really give you much about her beyond that until the very very end uh and by that time i was just kind of like okay let's let's take this bitch out we're done (laughs) let's wrap it up Uh, right right and uh and you do so with a plum i think it took me two times to beat her Um, she was the only one that uh, she's the only boss it took me uh multiple times to kill yeah yeah it was it was something about um i think i i kind of figured out my ammo pattern for her um, it was like, all right, when am I going to use my shotgun? When am I going to use the magnum, yeah. Yeah. uh, to polish her off, you know, stuff like that. It was, it was just, it was basic. It was a throwback to basic resident evil, like ammo conservation, yeah. uh, kind of boss fight. Um, yeah. so, and that's it. That's, that's the end of the game. Like there's not much else, but a cutscene after that. Yeah. Um, you get a, you get a little button that tells you a little bit about, gives you more ideas of where the next game's going to go, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm. I. Re- I mean, I. What, what did you think, Kevin? <laughs> I don't know if it's. It's not obvious by now. But uh, overall, what you. What you think, of Resident Evil Village? I really, really liked it. Um, it was. It's one of those games where it's. It. It ran the risk of being really disjointed, um, but it wasn't. Like the way it was put together, they had a they 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 there was a really big risk where it would just feel completely disjointed, and um, I think that it was it's a miracle, well not a miracle, just a lot of talent and planning that they managed to pull it off. It, it managed to work out, and everything felt in its own Resident Evil way. Everything felt earned. It wasn't yes. like it wasn't like it's not like a you know it's not the 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 best writing in the world but it it is very competent writing and Mm -hmm. it everything dovetailed together in a way that i would be like yeah that's fine (laughs) yeah it all it all made sense uh it worked yeah yeah no i i i couldn't agree more i i thought it was really strong i thought it was more of it was like more of the stuff that you wanted in your resident evil game 
with enough surprises and shifts. Like, for example, the fact that uh, clearly the designers are sick of zombies. Uh, clearly. <laughs> you know, and and uh, the villains were great. The bosses were great. It was just, it was a fun damn time. And I'm, I'm definitely going to play it again and try to get all yeah. the, I've got to find all the goats. Got to break all the yeah, goats. I'm, I'm halfway through my second playthrough. Um, nice. I actually just beat Moreau again this afternoon. Oh, um, nice. No, I, I'm desperately yeah. trying to... I have such a backlog. I, I've been doing this thing lately where I have I have a ton of Warhammer miniatures that I need to paint. I've got a bunch of books I need to read. And I've got a bunch of computer games that I need to play. And I'm just doing this thing where I'm not, I'm not getting a new book until I've read like 10 books. I'm not buying a new model until I've painted like 10 models. And I'm trying to do that with video games too. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. So I, I I I I don't remember if I shared this on on an episode or not, but I I when it was coming out, I, I uh, it was like the Thursday before the Friday that this game was coming out, and I went to Emily, my fiance, and I said I'm just so frustrated because I haven't I haven't played or beaten enough games to justify buying this yet, and Emily just looks at me, and she goes, just buy the fucking game. It's all you've been talking about. Buy the game. <laughs> I went, okay, and I bought the game, and so I've beaten it. And now I'm like, okay, back on track. Let's let's play Middle let's, Earth. Let's finish that one off, you know. Yeah, yeah. Finish off some other things. Um, yeah, that's that's a good. It's good. Uh, it's a good rule of thumb. I'm trying. You know, we we're, we're planning a wedding and 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 trying to get. And she's she recently started a new career. She's she just became a. She is a baker. Uh, she is uh, she's oh, working for a local bakery. And, that's and amazing. It's awesome. She's an amazing baker. This is something she's wanted for a long time. I'm really proud of her. Uh, but like you know, we're we're she's she's starting a new career path. We're planning a wedding. You know, we don't. I don't. I don't want to spend money that I don't got. Uh, yeah. So totally. It, totally get it. Yeah, and so that's that's what I'm aiming for. And, and and you know what? I'll be honest. It's working so far, so good. So that's awesome. That. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, life is good as long as there are video games and <laughs> as books long as based on them. Then we'll be happy. Yeah, and we'll we'll be happy, and we'll be here on Pixelit talking about them. Ooh, that was good. That was, that good. was, really, that was, that was really good. That was, I'm really that was, I'm proud of you, Kevin. That was good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Take care, everyone. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Pixel Lit Podcast. If you want to follow us or let us know about what our next book should be, please make sure you check us out at Instagram and Twitter at Pixel Lit Pod or check out our website at pixelit.info. 